Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Michael Zizas, Head of Public Policy Research and Municipal Strategy for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the intersection between U.S. public policy and financial markets. It's Wednesday, December 2nd at 9 a.m. in New York. It's the time of year when we in Morgan Stanley Research look to the year ahead and try to answer clients' most pressing questions about markets. One of the most common questions we're getting is if the presence of a new administration in Washington, D.C. will lead to a reduction in the trade barriers that have gone up between the U.S. and China, something markets might cheer and could help both economies in the near term. However, we think this outcome is unlikely. Now, it's fair to say the tone and the approach might change. Whereas the current administration chose to confront traditional allies and rivals alike, the incoming administration has expressed a preference for coordinating with traditional allies in Europe and Asia to deal with the perceived issues around trade with China. But the outcome is unlikely to be different, at least in 2021. For example, in order for the goods tariffs that were raised in 2018 and 2019 to be reduced, we'd expect the U.S. and China would need to reach an agreement to make fresh mutual concessions. Yet we think all the easy and medium difficulty concessions were effectively made in the Phase 1 trade agreement. As for non-tariff barriers, like the kinds of export restrictions and controls that have been placed on semiconductors, those have largely sprung from laws that enjoyed bipartisan support. And those laws outline the power of the executive branch to study and implement potential non-tariff barriers around a wide array of technologies which may seem advanced right now, but could increasingly find their way into consumer products. Said more simply, the U.S., regardless of the party controlling the White House, is likely to continue raising non-tariff barriers over the medium term. So putting it together, it supports something we've been arguing for much of the year, that investors need to prepare for the slowing of globalization in an increasingly multipolar world, a topic we covered in a blue paper earlier this year. For example, if you're concerned about U.S.-China trade tensions enduring, you might want to focus on two groups of companies. The first we call slobalizers, those that benefited from globalization but now may face trade barriers because they use or produce technology that's sensitive to national and economic security concerns. Expect headwinds with these companies, which we expect will come from sectors like semiconductors and capital goods. The second we call emerging regional champions, companies who were outcompeted by global rivals who may now benefit from those rivals facing trade restrictions. Asia Internet and U.S. enterprise software companies fit the bill here and may see some tailwinds. For more on this topic, we encourage you to head to morganstanley.com, where you can read about how this trend affects 500 companies across 35 global sectors. Take a look and have a conversation with us at Morgan Stanley about how to integrate this trend into your investment strategy. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.